Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How do I look? Oh, you know what? They can't see me. No, but you know what they can? They can see you on Patreon. Oh, if you want to see how fucking handsome. Yeah. And I feel like shiny. I feel like two things. Today, Matt. Really? Yeah, not no shine Does on it you. Doesn't make sense because I'm still kind of sweating from my workout at the gym where I got fully yoked, ran a 5K on the tread. Hell yeah. And did a lot of snatches. I'm going to be honest. What? Running a 5K on the treadmill is hard. No. I get so, I have such bad ADD mm-hmm. that I have to be outside and constantly be looking, 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 looking. Here's a question. This is in the outward. Mm-hmm. Looking, looking, looking. <laughs> also, if you want, speaking of the L Word, if you want to hear us review each episode each week of the L Word reboot called Gen Q, they know what you're, they fucking know what it's called. Yeah. It's on After Dark. You're going to want to check that out. Listen, I had a renaissance of the L Word. I can't believe it took this much it took for you to finally years. go back. 17 years and I'm finally like, you know what? I'm in. Uh, you're insane. <laughs> I, but yeah. I love it. I love this journey for you and I love you. Are you ready? I'm going to welcome them. Carmen, Carmen, Carmen. Shane, Shane. Oh my God. Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> Ken's, Ken's, Ken's. Hot. That's what would happen if we were fucking. And both of us, if we were, oh, and here I go, if we had sex with each other. <laughs> yeah. At this point of our relationship. First after, off, insane. And it would be banernies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because we've been friends now for four years. Yeah. Maybe longer. Maybe. And we met essentially as co-workers yeah and now we're best friends well, and we, more. technically we met as possible lovers well i thought you were gonna <laughs> f you i thought you i thought you were gonna bend it over is what i was gonna say <laughs> what i was gonna say is different than what you were gonna say but also means the same thing i thought you were fully gonna submit to me sexually bend it over if you will and sure was i wrong could well, there's no way to know <laughs> No. At this point, couldn't have been further from what I didn't know that you were such was. a business goose. Yeah, I thought you were a silly goose. You're a business goose, I which am. I do love about you. Thank you. And I don't sleep with my coworkers mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, yeah. If legitimately, Mackenzie, close your eyes and think about it. Okay. And not my eyes are closed in this scenario. Mm-hmm. This isn't about like, oh no, we're betraying our partners. Yeah, I'm no. talking. <laughs> I know, kind of like. How you fuck. You know a lot about how I fuck. Absolutely. You and I Mm -hmm. would look at each other and be at a standstill. It would be absolutely a standstill. It would be the opposite. It would be bonkers. It would be be the opposite of episode two of the L Word reboot. Yes, where there was like a hot power struggle. I don't even know where I would begin. I would want so much eye contact and to be smushed by you. And you would be like, I don't want to look at you. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I would be like lights on. You'd be like lights off. I'd be like lights on. You'd be like, turn them off. Yeah. Like we would just fight. I think you really do know me. I'm, I'm definitely like a either lights off or there's like a, uh, what are they? A salt lamp in the corner. Right. Just like a soft lighting. Oh, and I obviously fuck to a salt lamp. Ladies, <laughs> who out there fucks to a salt lamp? Am I right? A hundred percent. But I also yeah. prefer to see everything. I'm talking oh, flashlights. Like no. bringing a full gaffing crew. Like I want to see. You bring flashlights into the bedroom? Yeah. And I just. <laughs> <laughs> you law and order SVU it? Yeah. I like as if I'm interrogating a suspect. Yeah. I'm like, all right. 
listen up here. Like I roll up my sleeves like I'm stabler. I'm just straight up like, where's Calvin? And I'm like, I'm Calvin too though. Like my sex fantasies, they get so convoluted that half the time I'm like laughing. And then I'm like, all right, let's just fuck at this point. Like I I, I get lost in my own storylines. Yeah, that's too much. I don't do any role play. No, I know. And I would be like, okay, let's play. And you'd be like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to More Than Friends with Ray and Kens. My name is Ray. I'm Kens. And we are not dating. However, if we did, it would be It would last, I'm going to be honest. If yeah. I'm putting a time, if we started dating. Yeah. It would last 3 weeks. I was going to say 3 months. Mm, I don't know if it would last that long. Well, if if you kept being like, "Oh, we'll sleep together tomorrow." <laughs> like you kept pushing it off. You know what I mean? So that because if we started having sex right away, it wouldn't last very long. No. But if you were like maybe, and I'd be like, I don't know, we're laughing a lot, we're having <laughs> a lot of fun, we're singing some Cardi B in the car. Like I wouldn't get it right away. And if you waited and waited and waited until month three, and then we slept together, and then we'd be like, whoops, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> we'd high five and we'd say, just friends. Just we'd chest bump. You'd be like, ouch. We're not dating, but we are more than friends. We are more than friends. We have an intimacy that kind of transcends friendship and sex. Yeah. Which is something beyond, which I have not had before. I would say we're almost one. I would say that you're the closest to me for s- in the category of somebody I've not had sex with. That's cool. Okay, Honestly, what about me? Eh, you're pretty far away. Fuck. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so uh, this week... Wait, how are you? Jesus. I'm fine. Don't scream at me. I'm fi- Okay, honestly, if we're going to be real. Yeah, please. My girlfriend went from not working to working 17-hour days on set. Hell no. Which is, and sh- I mean, it should be illegal. It is. Um, it, she's working so much that I have not seen my girlfriend in the light of day because she leaves before I get up and she comes home before I go to bed. Mm. Or did, wait, comes home after I get to bed. You miss her? I miss her so much. Today is our only day off. And we're here. And we are here podcasting. Yes. So. Uh, let's make it quick. So let's make it quick. <laughs> and make it good. <laughs> it better be a good and one. Make it good. But I do. I miss her so much. She's, you know, the L of my L, love of my life. Yeah. And I just, like, want to hang out with her at all times. Me and too. I haven't been able to. I love her. And you saw today I shoved her in a closet and closed it on her. You did. I was like, is this foreplay? Because <laughs> I'm into it. I've done that one. Yeah. Oh, trap me in a closet. Yeah. Forget about me for a few minutes. Make <laughs> me actually sweat. And then I'll be like, can we keep playing? <laughs> oh, let me out. Let me out. Yeah. You make a sandwich. I cry in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then when and you're then full, you then sex. I come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you say, actually, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and I say, yes. Hot. Maybe we would be good together. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I came around to this new yeah, fantasy. I mean, to the oh, am I the sandwich girl or the closet girl? <laughs> I'm the closet girl. Hot. I would definitely make the sandwich. How are you? Oh, I'll tell you what. Mm. I'm hot off the heels of a two-hour-long doctor's visit, a physical. Whoa. Yeah, I got new health insurance. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I was like, whatever you can do, do, do it. it to me. See, I go, ha- once you get health insurance, you got to go you all gotta go. in. You have to. I'm Just like, get everything. it all done. No, 100%. Shit, go get dentures. I mean, go get, I went. For real. When, when I got insurance, yes. I went and got my eyes checked, didn't mm-hmm. need it. Yep. Well, turns out I did. Yeah. Didn't okay. think I needed it. And you did. Yeah. You go and get everything done. Yeah. Anything you don't, go get your skin checked. Yes. Okay? Oh, Teeth, yeah. nose. Oh, my God. Go to an ear, ear and throat doctor. Listen to this. Yeah. Well, first of all, I obviously jumped into the dentist's office right away. I was like, let's fucking go clean these puppies. Yeah. I fell in love with my dentist so hard. The dentist out, or the whole medical field in Los Angeles yeah. is very much unlike what I experienced in the Midwest. Yeah. Because at every, like, medical building out here there are just posters for like 
Botox, yeah. LASIK, mm-hmm. like, uh, what's the one that, like, grows your eyebrows? Oh, yeah, Latisse. Or like, or, like, yes, yeah. like, they're always like, do you need veneers, you f- ugly, you fugly bitch? I want teeth so big and so fake looking that people think that I look like a cartoon. Yeah, you already look like a cartoon. Thank you. Yeah. Do you mean it? What you said earlier, <laughs> you were gender-confused clown. I am. Also, this is the <laughs> shit that fucking happens to me, Mackenzie. I feel like lately, ever since I've been out of the quarantine, yeah. I'm like, everything about me is a fucking joke. <laughs> like, at every turn, I'm like, why is this? Why? Like, I have, I have like, the energy of you dating. Yeah. Or I'm just yes. like, cool, so another bug flew into my nose. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. just like a fucking full-on train wreck at all times. Like, today I almost got hit by 14 different cars. Yeah. It was my fault. Mm, always But is. there was like a string of them and I was like, well, I can't really move now. I had to wait. So each, all of them almost hit me. And they were all just like laying on by. the horn? Yes. Yeah, of course. And I was blasting Last Great American <laughs> Dynasty as a joke because it's I was outside of your house trying to park. And all I could think to myself was like, if I get like in a horrible car wreck, they're just going to see my car like a wheel spinning. <laughs> me, fully deceased. It just like brain injury dead. And like, Fucking Taylor Swift and the papers are going to be like local gender confused clown like blasting Taylor Swift as a joke looks like an idiot on Ventura Boulevard. God, it sucks. They wouldn't know that it was as a joke. It would just be like... They would just be like, oh, this Taylor Swift clown, Taylor Swift fanatic dies in car wreck. The fact that it's the last great American dynasty on loop because oh. you do things as a joke but then it does become your entire personality. It's a, it's a fucking, it's because tough out here. you and I, as a joke, and it was very funny, yes. played that <laughs> song the entirety of our tour that yeah. we did in NorCal. Because it start, you're at, you hear it, you're like, oh, it's funny, it's a joke. And then by verse two, you're like, the song slaps. If you never <laughs> shut up, guys, I'm a band. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, it comes around. So funny. A little gauche. God, what a fucking stupid song. And I'm like, this is my legacy. This is my legacy. Oh, God. Okay, so I'm at the doctor, Ken's. Okay. Getting everything done. Yeah. I'm like, run it. Yeah. Take all my blood. I'm like, let me know all Mm -hmm. my vitamins. We're doing another STD testing for fun. I'm like, let's just party. I I literally was like, look at all of my skin right now. She's like, we don't really. And I'm like, I don't care. You're already already naked. I was, I literally was pulling my shirt off and she was like, we don't. And I'm like, it's already off, girl. (laughs) It's just look. Mackenzie, this is the shit. I get so uncomfortable and I get very jokey around medical professionals. I'm very flirty and very silly and very like, obviously an awkward mess. See, I, I tighten up and they go, why is your heart rate so fast? Ah, and you're like, I haven't exhaled in minutes. Yeah. (laughs) I... So I'm getting nervous and I'm also trying to prepare myself. The doctor, I'm like, I know she has, she's a woman. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. this should be fun. (laughs) And I'm like, how can I make her fall in love with me or smile or laugh or whatever? She Mm -hmm. comes in, she's wearing only one button. Yeah. The button had a rainbow on it. Oh. Like a gay pride rainbow. Oh, that's nice. So she comes in. I do a huge, because I don't know if you, being gay at the doctor is super fucking awkward. I don't know why they haven't figured this out. Yeah. They're really um, uncomfortable. They're just... They're yeah. trying to check these boxes and they're like, wait, this doesn't feel right. And they make me feel really uncomfortable. They of- oftentimes don't want to give you pap smears or any type of actual like medical any, attention. Yeah, they yeah. just, it's super awkward and they, they, they haven't figured it out. And mm-hmm. being gay at the doctor is one of the worst experiences. Because you have to come out every single time. And they are. And then they'll forget next time. Yep. And, and they like, don't get it. Yeah. And I don't know why they're like, even if they're you're like, are like, you straight yet? Yeah. Or they're like, <laughs> did you, they're like, but you still 
have slept with the man and you're like what are you even asking (laughs) or even just like after i've told her i was like oh i'm like gay or whatever she's like well so you've never sorry i just have to ask but you've never been pregnant and i'm like you don't know any like ask the be fucking anyways i'm popping off but being gay at the doctor is a super uncomfortable experience and it never and it's been since i was 17 i'm like every time i keep thinking it's gonna get better and honestly it gets worse yeah just to let you know kids it only gets worse Unless you have a gay doctor, then good for you. So this doctor walked in with a pin. Right. That's and I take a huge sigh of relief thinking like, oh my God. So, and I couldn't help myself. I was like, oh, I'm so, what a relief. A gay doctor is what I said. No, you didn't. Yes. I said, oh, what a relief. I think I said queer because okay. I'm like, I didn't want to generalize, but I was like, oh, thank God, a queer doctor. And she was offended. Are you serious? Right off the bat was like, what? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, your pin, yeah. your gay pride pin yeah and she was like oh no like she was like grossed out she was like oh no we like pointing to the whole office she's like we're inclusive okay and I'm like, then why say it why like are that? you and i i was like and i get embarrassed about twice a year yeah like i'm usually i'm a i'm very used to being like a bumbly mess that people look at yeah. for fun i'm like i don't take myself very seriously yeah i was genuinely embarrassed because she was so put off and i was so like catfished by a rainbow pin yet a fucking again yeah i okay i happened i wouldn't assume either though because i see so many straight people wearing rainbow merch that i ends during june though i haven't seen it it's what month are we in true august but you can't assume somebody's queer if they're wearing a rainbow pin i guess i i guess you can't yeah when i was a kid ken yeah i know when i was growing up uh, that even was 40 I, years ago, even, right? <laughs> even when I started coming out, I like was too scared to wear a rainbow pin because I was like, that's yeah. too, you're outing yourself too much and it's not safe. So now to have like her reaction, people, her reaction was unacceptable. But, yeah. Like straight, anyway, so I started off with the wrong foot. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm like, now I'm like trying to compensate for like making her uncomfortable, which by the way, that's your fault for wearing the only pin being a rainbow pin. Yeah, and we'll also just don't be like, don't be off put yes. by that comment. No, you can't. Just be like, oh no, but I'm an ally. Right. Do something chill. Yeah. Weird. Ugh, weird. Super weird. So then I'm taking my shirt off. Yeah. Trying to be like, check, like, look at all my freckles. Like, oh, look at my body. No. And she's like, what? And then I'm like, anyways, haven't popped the hood in a while. I'd love a pap smear. Yeah. And then she's like, great, let's do it. And I'm that like, I would have been upset about. I couldn't believe it. She was like, no, we can do it right now. And we did a pap smear on the spot. So you had a pap smear just like sprung upon you. Yeah. And by the way, paps should not be sp- I have to mentally no, prepare. I, you need to prepare. For a yeah. pappy. So you had to get butt naked? Well, top, bottom, bottom down. Oh. Wait, how? How do you? you I Fully? Always. No. Yeah. Oh, hot. Mm. How many people were in the room last time you got a pap? Three. Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. There was one person. Oh, cool. How many were in the room when you got a pap? Fifteen. <laughs> And there was a camera. Yeah, it was so insane. They, people kept walking by. They'd be like, everyone, come on in here. <laughs> You're going to want to see one, this. Here's my one complaint about paps. Yeah. And I have a ton. And I have a ton of material about getting pap smears yeah. and being gay and being the way that I am and how fucking, I mean, yeah. wow. I only want, and it never happens, because mm. by the way, I'm taking selfies this entire pap. Yeah. I'm like basically live streaming my, pap, my I own did, pap smear. I did get a photo. I'm Yes. <laughs> I'm asking her. And while she's in me, how many paps do you think you'd give a week? <laughs> Literally. Because I'm uncomfortable. And I'm like, yeah. this is how I cope. I want to get to know you. I want to know. I'm literally like, wow, we just met today and now you've already. <laughs> Stop. Yes. I'm like a you mess. You can't do that. I can't help myself. And 
I only ever want them to just once say, great pussy. <laughs> they're not going to say that. Why not? They're not going to say that. That would be, you could sue them for saying something When you something go to a like hairdresser <laughs> and they cut your hair, they say, wow, great hair, by the way. Yeah, I do get great that Great curl, great color. So how come when you're... Because it's a sexual mm-hmm. organ... Okay, first of all, it's a, not in that setting. And in you that think setting, that, it's just a part of your body. And you think that a medical doctor, an MD, is going to say pussy? Okay, wait. They're going to say okay, great wait, pussy? Wait, did I say no, pussy? Yes. <laughs> a great pussy. Okay. They're not going to say great pussy. Take two. What if they said, by the everything looks great, by the way. Yeah. You have an um, a <laughs> superior, like better than superior. average vagina. I don't think they're going to say that because what does that mean to other vaginas? Vaginas are not ugly. They're not subpar. No, I know. But they should just say it to everyone. I think that if... Why am I... Why do I have to beg a medical professional... To rate my pussy. To rate my pussy. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) I'm like... I'm giving so much... I'm being so vulnerable. This is why I don't like it. I'm giving so much emotionally i'm bringing a lot of material to the table i'm welcoming i'm being funny and charming you're my warm. legs are wide open and you're gonna be cold. shining a flashlight yeah. within me yeah and you're not even gonna like crack a joke crack a joke to me because i think that they are so scared of being sued i'm gonna be honest i think it's gotta be that they're they have to be professional because they have entered a stranger right. i never asked for this pap you did ask if we go back, if we roll the tape back. Don't roll it back. You did ask for the pap smear. All I'm asking for is a little <laughs> bedside manner, okay? And I want that manner. I bet you any, if you had gone back to like the 50s or 60s, yeah. they were rating pussies <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I just think I deserve a compliment I for being, you know what I want? I want them to take out the speculum and shove in a lollipop and be like, good job, kid. And then get out. I'm going to be honest. You just were born in the wrong decade. I was born in the wrong era. I bet you anything male doctors back in the 60s Ugh, were no definitely way. rating pussies. Oh, my God. It's And listen, do you guys, there's nothing worse than being gay at the doctor. So you should still go. But it's fucking tough out yeah, there. I bet. Here, let me play some inter- interlude music. Don't do it. There I know it. There goes the last great American dynasty. I had a marvelous time. All right, so just that, Sarah. Can I recommend my cousin for Queer of the Week? Oh. She just came out as trans at 32 and started transitioning six months ago and is living her best life. I'm so proud of her, and she's built a loving and accepting community around her. We grew up together but lost touch over the years, and we we reconnected and talk now almost every single day. I love her so much. Her name is Christy, and she goes by she, her. I love that. Oh, my God. Cousin love. Happy Queer of the Week, Christy. Christy, happy Queer of the Week. Congratulations to you for living your best life. I I fucking love that. And I hate my cousin <laughs> i um there's a great subreddit i i'm on reddit okay and okay, i don't cool i don't want people to you know um i don't know roll their eyes at that i already did but there's a couple subreddits for trans people and i go through and just look at all of them be, like living their absolute best life transitioning and they're so happy it's one of my favorite subreddits to go into oh, i love that if you're ever on there check out the uh the trans subreddit i love that you're on th- reddit like i i love reddit i learned something new about you every day okay i have a bumble fumble are you ready a boomble fumble fucking lay it on me okay let me find it Nina. also if you guys have a bumble fumble or 
queer of the week that you want to nominate or send to us, you can just DM us. Or honestly, you can even email us at morethanfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Hmm? What did that? What? Like, keep going. <laughs> keep podcasting. Okay. This comes from Nina. Nina. My, okay. Uh, I have a bumble fumble. Oh, a sweet gayler. Was this a fumble? <laughs> Back when I was 18, I met someone on Tinder. We went to the movies to watch. Who cares? There was a hot piece of ass sitting next to me. Hysterical. Ugh. God, I love when our fucking Ugh. like listeners are funnier than us. We talked a bit before the movie and got along great. We held hands during the movie and made out during the credits. Hot. Things were going great, which was very uncommon for me. <laughs> Wait. What? You have to tell them about the movie that you saw. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I never told anyone this. Yeah, wait. We're pausing this bumble fumble. Mackenzie told me something today in confidence, and I'm making her say it on the podcast now. I forget what sparked this, but I completely forgot. I dated someone, like, right when I moved out here. And (laughs) our first date was dinner and a movie, and the movie we went and saw was American Sniper. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. (laughs) Imagining the people who made the movie American Sniper... If you were to tell them, would you believe (laughs) that two lesbians saw this movie on a date, they would laugh in your face. It was so unsexy. (laughs) Did you ever make a move? No, there was never a good point to make a move. It was a war movie about Afghanistan. Oh, my God. It was um, horrible. Yeah, I always would be like, all right, maybe now's the time I can, like put a hand on her thigh and or then like, you're like <laughs> yeah, somebody fully getting shot. Grenades. Yeah. It was awful. Oh. Okay. So, uh, back to the bumble fumble. Things were going great, which was very uncommon for me. And I was happy as hell. Oh, as we were leaving the movie, uh, outside, we went to cross the street and then I got hit by a freaking car. Shut the fuck. I can't believe we stopped it right at this. <laughs> <laughs> got Mackenzie energy all over it. Next sentence. So yeah, Mackenzie's luck on dates is nothing compared to mine. She got hit Hit by a car. car. Nothing too serious happened, but I hit my head and I was bleeding. Oh my God. Nothing too serious, just a head injury. injury. Just bleeding from my head. Uh, We called an ambulance and I got taken to the hospital. Holy shit, my date was freaking the fuck out, which, okay, fair enough, but I ended up being the one who had to try to calm them down on our way there. Like while my head was bleeding and I had a neck brace on and kept trying to make them take deep breaths, telling them to stay calm. Obviously, when we got to the hospital, lucky for us, they had, oh, they had to meet my parents. Oh, my God. Uh, which Happy was, first date. Let's I go to the know. hospital and meet my parents. That sucks. Which was naturally very fun and casual. Just an ideal uh, switch through and through. Oh, just an ideal sitch through and through. But my parents didn't even know I was on a date, which caused a lot of questions. And at the time, we didn't talk much about this part of my life. Oh, God. So the whole thing pushed me to talk to my mom about date my dating life and sexuality. So I guess this is also the beginning of my coming out story. Oh, my God. Imagine having to come out after getting hit by a car and being like, well, I was on a date with a woman. This does feel very sitcom-y, and I love it. Yeah. Um Okay, so I hope y'all can learn from these stories and laugh with me. My lemons sure taught me to take things lightly and make the gay cl- and made me the gay clown I am today. I love you. Wow, that was well, really, really. What's this person's name? Oh, uh, they're from Brazil too. Oh, I love. Oh my God, Brazil! Hell yeah. Oh yeah, my name is Nina. I'm a Brazilian 
bi unicorn pan hot queer gal. Oh my god, I love all that. Twenty four, she her pronouns. Well, hot, fucking hot, Nina, hot. I love you so much. You just seem like you've got the right attitude, and yeah, I'm that was so a, sorry you were hit by that car. Hit by a car. That's that's fucking crazy. Uh, congrats. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's one of my favorite Bumble Fumbles. That might be one of my favorites. I can just like picture it. I can picture her in the hospital being like, hey, it's okay. Like, I- I'm going to stop bleeding soon. We're going to the hospital. Everything's going to be okay. And then being like, by the way, this is my mom and dad. They don't really know I'm gay. Why don't we just uh, yeah. not hold hands for a second? <laughs> like, it's so funny. Oh, that was a good one. It's okay. tragic. It's tragic. We have an inquiry. Inquiry, an inquiry for your inquiries. It was okay. It's not my best work, but you certainly know it's not my worst. (laughs) That's true. There's been some bad ones. Okay, this comes from Emma. Hi, Emma. Ray and Ken's. I just finished watching your latest After Dark episode, Gender Panic. Yes. Which, you know, Rachel popped off. You had a, a Panic about your gender. Oh, sure. Yeah, as you do yeah. on After Dark. <laughs> if you want the real real, check it out. Okay, so um, da, da, da. So I've started using the non-binary label, and I'm very comfortable with she, they, uh, the set of pronouns. I'm also very gay, but I don't feel like the label really has an effect on sexuality for me. I see the term non-binary as less of an identity and more of just embracing the fact that there aren't two sexes that correspond with two genders. So in my mind, everyone is non-binary because there's no binary. But that view might be a little ahead of its time. Hmm. That's interesting. I haven't heard that yet. Mm -hmm. All right. Time for the hopefully helpful stuff. Also keep in mind that this is just what works for me. And ultimately, it's up to the person to decide what steps they want to take in order to feel comfy with their body. So in regards to embracing body acceptance and neutrality, it has been therapy, self-compassion, and mindfulness Oh, mindfulness meditation that has gotten me about 90% of the way there. On the other hand, I do have a couple of things that really solidified this new perspective for the last 10%. So one change that validated the fact that I've never actually viewed my chest in a sexual way was getting my nipples pierced. And yeah. I, understand, I, I understand that this may seem counterintuitive since the specific piercing sort of has a reputation for being sexualized, at least in modern culture. Uh, but hear me out. This is a random idea that I was hoping would help, and it truly did. The moment after I got them pierced and looked in the mirror, it reinforced exactly how I was feeling. My chest isn't associated with femininity and sex appeal. It's just a part of my body that now happens to have some permanent jewelry and therefore look a bit cuter on me. Hmm. Also, please read about the history of female nipple piercings. It's both hilarious and empowering. And then a link was provided, which I'll provide in the notes of this um, podcast. So I've also recently got a very cool base of the neck chest piece tattoo, which has eliminated the feeling of any skin showing below the neck is inherently feminine. That's also interesting. That is interesting. The icing on the cake is that these body mods and change uh, that change in perspective has essentially erased the feeling that most AFAB or women identifying people have their body has to look at a certain way to be desirable and sexy, mm. i.e. the hourglass shape, long, luscious hair, etc. Mm-hmm. A body's just a body, and feeling sexy is just a feeling. Therefore, any body can feel sexy. I hope that makes sense. You two are so wonderful, and I'm really glad I happened to randomly search queer comedy shows just when you had to be selling tickets for your Seattle show a couple years ago. Oh, hell yeah. Been listening ever since. Oh, I love that. Love, Seattle love, was so love. fun. So yeah, this is less of an inquiry, more of like a... Um, 
this is what has helped them feel yeah. more uh, like in their body with regards to like having a chest. Exactly. There's nothing more annoying than having a chest that other people tell you what that means. Yeah. They're like, if you have big titties, yeah. that means that you are like a juicy, voluptuous woman that should be looked at by men. Yes. And that is so annoying. So wrong. Also, I love the idea of, uh, I feel like this person is like, you're non-binary till proven innocent yeah. as a stance. I like that. Which I think is a, such a fun way of looking at the world. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are men and women in the world. Mm-hmm. And I do like that embracing that there are more. There are them and there are also others, which yeah. is such a beautiful way. I want to discuss this week. So we um, aren't going to do a review this week because we've been actually reviewing... Uh, the L word. The L word Gen Q. We've been reviewing it on Patreon. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are watching that, feel free to go get a Patreon subscription. It's as little as $5 a month. That's it? It's like a coffee. Wait, I and thought. you get so... <laughs> Did you think it was way more? Wait, I thought it was 20 <laughs> No. We don't even have a tier for 20 What? I know. We got to make a new tier. All right. Th- the new tier if is... If you get a new tier, then I will only make like fruit and vegetable metaphors in... Re- in comparison to gender. Can you believe it? it's all, it's only five dollars? That's a less than a coffee in LA. You sound you sound like those um for less than a, a penny a day you could save somebody in a You're saving country. us. You're yeah. saving two lesbians that are in the valley. That are in the valley. It's hot as hell. It is hot as hell. Uh I love that. Yeah. So get a Patreon subscription. We have so much good content. I mean we have so much content on there now. Yeah. It's crazy. We're at episode 73 now. That's fucking crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. There is so much content. Oh Not only do you get our After Dark episodes, which are video and audio, mm-hmm. you also get all of the episodes that are no longer available on um, podcast platforms. I love that. Which are, There's hundreds of those, too. So listen, go get a subscription. But we have been reviewing The L Word. So this week, I'm going to review a little bit of the movie Stillwater. Oh, with Matt Damon. Yes. And you know what was great is he, um, he a couple weeks ago, you know, while promoting the movie, he did an interview. And he let everyone know that he just recently stopped using the F word. Why would he just like offer that information up? That's what everyone said. They were like, why you would you fucking share that? Right. You don't he's have... like, apparently this year or he last year. He stopped saying the F word? Yeah. And he's like, because my daughter sat me down and told me why... I should stop saying it. I hate when we see... Can you fucking believe just that? Just like... I, it's like such a look into the fact that like famous rich people are just pieces of shit. <laughs> I just am like, I can't believe it took him this long. And also it took his daughter sitting him down to be like, hey, maybe don't say that word. Oh my God. Um, so anyways, Stillwater is... Have you seen the trailer for it? I or? saw posters for it by a bus stop and I said, I'm not watching that. Yes. Yeah, so... I saw a trailer for it. What is it about? Okay, let me let me read you. The Some people think it is loosely based on the K, uh, not Casey Anthony, Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox, yeah, who allegedly in Europe killed her roommate in Italy. Oh, allegedly, remember we were at that meeting and she had just come in. Yes, and we were like, she was sitting here, and they're like, yeah, and we were like, <gasps> okay. <laughs> So Stillwater, an American oil rig roughneck. Can I stop you for just a moment? Yeah, go ahead. Every word that you just said Uh has made me say, I'm out. So he is, and they kind of like joke about it a little bit, kind of a Trumpy kind of person. No shit. Yeah. An American oil rig roughneck. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Travels to Marseille, France to visit his estranged daughter in prison for a murder that she claims she didn't commit. 
Uh, confronted with language barriers, cultural differences, and a complicated legal system, he soon builds a new life for himself as he makes it, it his personal mission to exonerate her. Yeah, so he finds um, in his first days over there, well, he's he goes back and forth. She's already been in prison for like two years or something. And it's played by Abigail Breslin as his daughter. That uh, middle Little Miss Sunshine? Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, so that that's his daughter who has been charged with murdering her roommate, who she was in a relationship with. So that's why this counts as a uh, queer movie, because she is um, a lesbian in this movie. Oh. So she had a girlfriend. The girlfriend was murdered. Um, and he's like, she she swears. She's like, it wasn't me. It was somebody else. It was this other guy. It was this other guy. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was this other guy. And so she's trying to exonerate herself, and she's trying to find this guy because she's like, he did it. People are talking about it. People have said that he's out there talking about how he killed her and got away with it. So he's out here and he finds a, um, a French woman to start translating for him. So they go around and they're almost like on the case. Uh, yes. It's almost like a little bit of a detective case. Mm-hmm. Um, and halfway through, he finds this guy and he kidnaps him. Whoa. Yes. So he's building a relationship with this woman who's his translator. They move in together. He's becoming a father to her daughter. Oh, God. And it's like a beautiful story. Like he's becoming, he's finally getting his life back. He doesn't have anything back home in America. And he's finally like finding a woman that loves him and he loves her. He's becoming a dad to the daughter. And he fucks it all up by steal, kidnapping this man. Yeah. Putting him in the basement, chaining him up and putting Ugh. him in the basement. So already you're like, okay, our protagonist now is a kidnapper, is a kidnapper and is willing to risk now his new life for his old life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it doesn't end well. So the, he's telling this new his new daughter, his new like girl that he's become a father figure to. He's like, it's our secret because she finds the guy. Oh, God. And he's like, don't tell anyone. It's our secret. Don't tell your mom. Then the guy, he's down there one day, and the, this kid that he kidnapped, who is like, he's pretty sure killed the girl, he says, he doesn't speak French, and the kid is French. The kid says, Stillwater, and that's where he's from. And he's like, how would this guy know where I'm from, right? Stillwater, Minnesota? Uh, it might be. I don't know. Sick. So he's from Stillwater. He gave his daughter a necklace that says Stillwater on it. The kid's like, Stillwater. Turns out, Abigail Breslin, his daughter, had hired him to scare her girlfriend because she didn't want her girlfriend to cheat on her because her girlfriend was out there like trying to break up with her and maybe cheat on her. So he hi- she hired him and paid him with a gold necklace that said Stillwater on it. And he went in instead of scaring her, he killed her. Oh. And so she, it's this whole thing of like, our two protagonists are horrible. Are horrible people. The one is a kidnapper. The one is a murderer. Yep. She paid to have her girlfriend. That's insane. It's so insane. That's insanity. And she gets off. No. So they finally release her because they find a probable cause that this other guy did it. Wow. But they both destroyed their lives. Yes. And the ending is both of them back in America, sitting on a rocking chair. And she's like, wow. Nothing's changed. Ooh. And he goes, it looks a lot different to me. And to and me, that's it? and that's it. And it ends. And I'm like, okay, so he had character development. Obviously it's saying that like, okay, over the course of this whole journey, he can't see anything the same, but her, this like 
lesbian villain who killed her girlfriend. Does he know that she hired him? Yeah. He he confronts her and he's like, how could you do this? And she cries and is like, she finally admits it and is like, I just wanted to scare her. Oh my God. But still, it's like fucking gross. To me, I'm like, okay, you're a white American lesbian who went over to France, got a brown girlfriend killed her because you were afraid of her leaving you. Oh my God. And then got away with it. And that's where I, what I'm so upset about this movie. Why is is, this the story we're telling? Why is it the story we're telling? And why to me, I was like so infuriated that these are our two protagonists, which are both horrible people. Horrible people that do horrible things. Yeah. And then don't learn from it and get off. Exactly. So that's like, this movie was very hard to watch. It was also two and a half hours long. No. So it was, so fucking slow and so a, dry. A lesbian villain. Yeah, we want Villanelle to be in love with Sandro. That's what I'm saying. You, there has to be a redeeming quality, and neither of these people. I mean, the Matt Damon character watching him fall in love with this French woman was actually really nice, and I liked that part of the movie. And him building this relationship with this cute little French girl that was his like new daughter almost. But then traumatized into holding a secret about the exactly. man you kidnapped in the basement. You Oof. kidnapped a man. Woof. It was one of the, and it has great reviews. That's what I'm like mind blown Why? by. It has like people. Was it good? No. Was it well acted? Yes. Well acted, I would say yes. But it has 75% on Rotten Tomatoes and people apparently like it. I am. I, you know I'm, who probably doesn't like it? Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox is fucking pissed. She's so mad because I bet they didn't pay her for it. They didn't. She actually came out. It was the week of the movie coming out and she was livid about it. There you go. And I was like, good. Fuck Amanda Knox. But anything that makes her mad is kind of chill. I have to say, this is for... How many... How many Half a glove. Half a glove. Did you see any of their... Oh, she's not even in the movie. The girl's girlfriend. They never show her. They never show her. I think that's what made me so mad is like, Abigail Breslin is this girl who is... The, the level of privilege privilege that she has as a white American woman who yeah. is straight passing, yeah. coming into a country that is not hers, yes. and then sleeping and murdering a person of color yeah. is so... Well, focusing on her and not even showing the victim yeah. is such a choice that is so icky. And we have to, like, that's like, what we're going to be like. Yeah, this movie is 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I'm like, what? who is this for? To me, I was like, I it's don't understand why this movie was shown. And why also the f- emphasis is on this, like, because if you, I've not seen anything about the movie, yeah. I would have thought that this is like a biopic about my, Matt Damon being a fucking, like, working class See, I guy. I thought it was actually the way it was marketed to me. And my girlfriend and I both thought this. And when we left, we were like, what the fuck? We saw a trailer where it was marketed as an action movie. Mm. So where it was more of like a taken. Oh, his, like yeah. he was going to get his daughter get out. Daughter exactly. Out of prison. And that I'm all for because even in a movie like Taken, the father is doing things in order to help his daughter. Right. right? But he's not also endangering other women. Right. And I think the fact that this father was endangering two new women in his life, that upset me yeah, a lot. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, watching bad people make bad choices. It's not a fun thing like, for people. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks. It was bad. I wouldn't watch that movie. No, I'm really upset I watched it. And we don't. Another gay villain. People are either like lesbians are so old and um, sexless yeah. and like pining for each other in, a, in an era where women weren't allowed to read or they're like... She gay, kills people. Gay people are like 
actual evil. Yeah. And there's not a lot of in between and never are they funny. No, I was so Lesbians are so serious in media. Yeah. Lesbians are so serious. It's like hard. They're either so serious or if they're not, they're very sexual. Yeah. And I would love to see somebody who is not. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a very silly. Gay pumpkin. I need a gay pumpkin. And if you don't see the gay pumpkin in the world, then you have to be the gay pumpkin you wish to see in the world. <laughs> Which you are doing. Thank you. So next week, we are going to review the TV show Generation. Is it Generation, but the T is a plus? It's a plus. I don't know. We don't it's know on how. HBO. I it's think it's like, Generation. It's like fucking. HBO Jetta Max. Apatow's. Who is it? It's somebody. And you, oh, it's an Apatow. No, it's not. It's actually, but it is a guy and his daughter wrote it. Remember, we were talking about how like it's weird that they wrote it together. Yeah, because imagine... Writing that there with was, your dad. Yeah, there's like so many blowjobs and stuff in it. Ooh. Anyways, we're going to review that next week. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. <laughs> <laughs>